We were waiting. We were hungry. We were dismissed, overlooked, and expected to fail, but we kicked out it too. We have buried our claws in the heart of Chicago and we're never letting go. You are all that we hear. You make us reach deep within ourselves and give more than we ever thought possible. You made this a destination for talent from around the globe. You inspire us. You give us a taste of a revolution and we can't get enough of it. This is pageantry. This is passion. This is the best party on earth. This is Freelance Wrestling. episode of two heels in a face wrestling podcast on this episode it is myself and chris ramiro chris what's up what's going on man nothing we're just gonna break down a little snack size we're gonna take a bite out of bite out of crime here yeah and uh we're gonna just talk about freelance's last show this had always been recorded obviously for our loyal fans and listeners but also for pro wrestling ponderings so be able to catch this audio on their site pwponderings.com and i believe in their podcast fee as well just search for Pro Wrestling Ponderings. They got some great stuff. Uh, Chris listened to a show they did, AEW Year in Review, right? Yeah. thought it was a good show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's one you should check out. So go check out their stuff. But like I said, we're going to get into Freelance's home and uh, just quick takes, snack size on what we saw. I attended the event while Chris was in Dayton, Ohio yeah. on the tour de Naito. And then Chris used Powerbomb.tv. I sure did. Backslash Promotions backslash freelance, I believe. Uh, the promo code is freelance. Promo code is freelance. So power pom- TV. So did you get like free a free? Uh, I got a free twenty day uh, trial. Cool. And the package is ten bucks a month or a hundred bucks a full year. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Great. So, so if you buy a full year, you're not going to pay for two months. Then you're only paying for ten months out of the year. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. And uh, affordable. I'm not going to speak on anyone, behalf of anyone's pocketbook, but affordable right, if, right. You, uh, if you can't make it to all of these shows. Um, so support freelance that way. We're going to take care of a little bit of housekeeping first. We wanted to say that today is February 27th, I believe. Of Tomorrow, February 28th, is the last day that you will be able to get a Wrestling with Unicorns t-shirt for 15% off using the promo code two heels. They have a new design that they threw up uh, yesterday, I believe. Yes, Martin just recent released a new design and it's a play off of Dunkin Donuts logo. Mhm. Huge I'm a huge Dunkin fan. What's your Dunkin Donuts order when you go to Dunkin? Large iced coffee black. Oh, nice. I mm-hmm. do large uh excuse me, large iced coffee, but I get I have a sweet tooth. Okay. So I throw in a little bit of caramel swirl. Oh, okay. And then almond milk, too, because I'm trying to cut down on mm-hmm. the cows. Almond milk is a, is a little bit than just regular cream. Yeah. And no sugar. Cool. No, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, there's the Dunkin' Donuts on the street. I pick one up every day. Right. It made me, the shirt made me want to go get Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> um, honestly, just seeing that, those pretty orange and pinks and that logo. So it's a, it's a cool shirt. It's a great shirt. And whether you're listening to this, whether we release this on the 27th or the 28th, it's your last day. WrestlingWithUnicorns.org, go to the buy, t- hit the buy a t-shirt button, use the promo code 2HEELS, that's the number 2, HEELS, all one word, and you'll get 15% off, and if you pick up the shirt from Martina to show, you won't have to pay for shipping. It is one of the cheapest and nicest. Cheapest, I mean, not by value, but cheapest by overall total that you're spending on money. It's a, it's a very high-valued shirt. 
very high yep. quality. Uh, but it's going to be one of the best buys of a wrestling T-shirt that you're going to get. And if shirts are not your thing, but pins are, he also has a pin out there. Dude, there are people when you when people buy pins, they go hard on pins. Like there's yeah. some people I've seen at these shows, and it's just like vests full. Uh huh. It's really cool. It's a really cool thing to collect is a pin. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So if you you know if you're going through a quarter life crisis like I am, maybe <laughs> pins, maybe collecting pins is the answer. Um, Great. So, yes, support Wrestling with Unicorns always and forever, then now forever. And on our podcast with Basil, I said his name right? Yes, sir. Basil. Basil is a, uh, a fan of the pod, friend of the pod, and you'll see him at ringside uh, for AEW's helping out, AEW shows helping out with photography. We had a fan take-home question. Do you okay. know what that question was, Chris? No, read it off. It was, you the listener... Come up with some all time using all wrestlers, either that they're still with us or they've passed on, and come up with fantasy mixed match challenge pairings. Mm, okay. We had three really good ones that I picked up. Those were Brock Lesnar and Sonia Deville. Nice. Okay. Yes. Because of right they the both, MMA background. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sonia Deville. She she did fight for MMA or that's just like kind of her gimmick. Um, I don't I, know. I think she did have some MMA background. Okay. From cool. what I uh, remember on that that one show. That one show. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that one show. On that one network. And that one network. On that one network. Um or you could do you could also do Lesnar and Rousey, kind of. Right, you could do that too. But Sonya Deville looks cooler right now. And yeah. she's got more of a style and more of a presence. Uh at least thus far. Uh so th- I thought that was a really cool one because they're similar. Another one that was submitted because Carmella, your girl, who's on your fantasy she wrestling she might, team. She she was about to get traded. Oh, you, you were you were shopping I was, her? Uh yeah. I was negotiating. Why didn't you come to, why didn't you come to me? You know um, my team right now is in currently in second to last. So I'm trying to make moves. Because I was out negotiating here. with uh, second place Alan. Oh yeah? What was what was the trade talk? Uh I think we've settled on uh he wanted Bray and I'll take Seth. You'll take Seth and he'll mm-hmm. take Bray? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, Carmella was in the conversation. That's cool. Because uh, I mean, she's got value, right? Because she yeah, could cash she in. She hasn't cashed in, right? Like, as soon as she cashes in, like you know, it's at least I assume it's a title win too. Yeah, that's point. That's so, that's like a the a the second year. Point. The second year we did fantasy wrestling was the year that Dean Ambrose ca- won and then cashed in the money in the bank, and that guy won right, right. the whole thing. So it's a lot of fantasy wrestling points. Fantasy wrestling brought to you by DropTheBelt.com. Um, so, so is Carmella the fantasy um, draft pick? Not draft pick, but uh, yes. the mixed match. She's a, yes, the the pairing was Carmella and Ted DiBiase because of the, of the money thing, mm-hmm. right? Money Inc. Um, I wonder if I wonder if Carmella could do like a Ted DiBiase laugh. I don't know if that's. I'm possible. sure she could pull it off. Yeah, uh, but yeah, you know, Mrs. Money in the Bank. And then, obviously, million dollar man, the million dollar man, yes. Uh, and then IRS in there, <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure, sure. IRS, IRS can be, can be, can come to ringside with them, right? Of course. Um, the third one was because of a very what you're gonna know the theme right when you hear it was Becky Lynch and Fit Finley. Okay. Yes, they're extremely it's obvious Irish. pairing, right? <laughs> so it's kind of cool because the the three I picked out are um, three current women's wrestlers. With, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, and you would say then, then three legends, but Brock is not there yeah. yet. Yeah, he'll probably be in the Hall Future of Fame. Future Hall of Famer. Yeah, he mm-hmm. probably will be. But like three, uh, two of them are would be considered legends pretty much. 
Mm-hmm. Fit Finley, Fit Finley has like a lot more back um, respect with the uh, the wrestlers. So tell, yeah, yeah. Than like, he's not like a mainstream name, Fit Finley. But obviously, if you're a wrestling fan, you know who he is. Um, and then Lesnar will eventually be. So I thought those were really uh, three good ones that uh, that people submitted to us. So thank you for submitting those. Um, yes. Okay. That takes care of housekeeping. So the reason why we're, why I'm here today why we're here because freelance is home because freelance is home even Wh- though the snow put them on the shelf for a week yeah right, <laughs> right. that's ironic right freelance mm-hmm. is home and then it gets rescheduled yeah yes uh the why do you think the they went with this name freelance is home. I, I don't know i like okay. all of their names are i don't know uh, they're different they're different yeah yeah like this upcoming one is uh this is the time where <laughs> no, no, it's something like that. <laughs> it's similar, yes. I think it's this very moment. This very moment. Yeah, this very right. moment. <laughs> this, this is the time. Well, this is the time, and it's got it in, close. invaders yeah. on it. Um, free. I thought. I think freelance is home because, uh, from a comment that I've been hearing, mm-hmm. is that like the last, this show, and then like the last couple before it, kind of started feeling more like freelance shows. Whatever oh. that means. Okay. Like, whatever, people have different interpretations of that. So, bro, real quick. Okay. If you go to powerbomb.tv and yeah. go into the freelance library, they have all the freelance shows. Yes, yes. Um, so, just seeing all those posters is like, like, it's like, holy shit. And then, uh, not, you know, spoiler, not spoiler. For intermission, I, what I assume was intermission at the live show, what I got to see on the, on the Powerbomb streaming was they gave us uh, a match between Mustafa Ali versus Marty Skrull, and it was at a freelance show. Oh, was it the one that was outside? Yeah. At the Warp Tour? Or I, I don't know there? what it was, but, but yeah, it was, it was at outside. So that was in the middle of the... Because you didn't watch the stream live. No, I didn't. Or you watched the video live. But you even watched... if it was live, I don't think they would just have the live crowd of, of Logan. Like mm-hmm. I assume they have that ready to insert... Yeah, wow. that's really cool. So I thought that was a, a nice treat. Because when they would do when they would do uh, streams on YouTube, it was just a, the constant stream. It was just a constant stream. So that's you don't want to find you don't want to find a reason for people to like be unengaged. Yeah, like it's so easy. I do it all the time when I'm working. Like mm-hmm. it's so easy to to click open. Oh, I do it when we were sitting here before we started recording. Like to get me focused, I'm like <laughs> I'm like I keep thinking of different things. And like I'm keep clicking into different windows, so it's so easy for someone to lose their attention. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was that was super cool. Like I wasn't expecting it for at first. I was like, wait, did the stream just go back to a different show? Oh, okay. Um, so that's what I thought at first, but but no, it was it was a nice treat right there in the middle. A match that I hadn't seen. Right, that's a really cool feature. Yeah. And then they obviously a very relevant wrestler, two very relevant yeah, wrestlers right sure. now. So it was like a um, good one. To Ali pick. was the champion, I believe. Oh, was he? And retained in that match. Nice, so, cool. Um. Cool. So freelance is home. Um, six man scramble. This is a true six man scramble. They started off with. It was a true six man scramble, and it was. Uh, I I sat and watched the show with friend of the pod Jeremy Zaha. Yeah, I saw you guys for a little bit. Did you? Yeah. We were sitting on like our backs were to the balcony side, mm-hmm. and yeah. at Logan Square Auditorium. Uh, uh, the real Jeremy Zaha, not to be confused with fake Jeremy. Right. Fake Jeremy Zaha's out there in the world, uh, but it was nice. Because you were doing your thing with the unicorns, we we, div- we divided and conquered mm-hmm. that night, and it was nice to. I've never really sat down like with Jeremy and just had and, like sat down and talked about a whole show yeah. with him, you know. Because I like to like comment on things while I'm watching, 
and um, we made those observations. It's it didn't turn into a seven or an eight or an eleven, right? Like right. like Revolver did. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was everyone in this scramble was like someone that I've seen before and is like a pretty frequent or quote unquote regular. Okay. Of freelance wrestling, Scott Story not so much, but like right. I've seen him before. Because, like, usually f- the scramble is, like, a way to introduce someone new and, like, mm-hmm. see how the crowd kind of reacts to them, almost like a tester match. Yeah, yeah. It's if a, you will. They, yeah, any new talent, quote-unquote, right. gets to do a, an appearance at the six-man, and then maybe next show, if they come back, they're somewhere else in the card. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. Um, so, uh, yeah, we had uh, Robert Ego, Anthony, Eric Cannon, Kenny Sutra, Alex Olsen, Scott Story, um, and Gringo Loco. Yeah. So, like, guys who are on these cards consistently are on shows. Uh, I'm sure, shows you know, guys that consider freelance home. Yeah. Oh, good know. one. Yeah. Nice connection there. Um, the one thing I remember about this match is that because there were so many, like, regulars and, like, freelance's crowd is a very loyal crowd, like like most wrestling crowds. Yeah. Um, they didn't really know who to boo, so they just booed the shit out of Scott's story. Yeah. Because <laughs> he was like... He was the only, the, the odd man there. Like he was the... Say. Yeah, yeah. I think his character is like a pretty babyface character. Uh-huh. Um, but it was just like... It kind of felt like to me... Then, then they start with the who's that guy or chant. Do you remember that? Uh, no, I don't. I did that? Yeah, like they started with the who's that guy and he was pointing at his trunks like, oh, look, yes. here's my name. Right, 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 right. Um, but, yeah, yeah, but that crew over to the railing, like the ECW crew. Uh-huh. They, um, which I, you're in that Facebook group now, right? Yeah, I okay. got invited by the unicorns after we brought it up in that long drive. He's oh, like, okay, Martin, cool. You know what? Let me submit you because Charlie's taking too long. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know I was supposed to, bro. I didn't. <laughs> um, uh, and uh, they, they, they kind of seemed like the shrug of their shoulders, like, okay, I guess we're gonna boo this guy. Yeah, yeah, it was for funny. sure. Um, what did you, what did you take away from this match, or did you take away anything? Um, yeah, I definitely took like right away, like all these guys could be baby faces. Like the only, like I think uh, Sutra was the only one who kind of walked in with some heat. Yeah, and just because he's also, I feel like he's trying to find himself as a singles guy. Okay. Um, you no know, more beta. Yeah, no more beta. So, right. um, and he played the role well. I mean, uh, and then Scott Story, who we just talked about. So these two <laughs> were the only two heels in that one match. Yes. The one thing I noticed. Mm-hmm. was there was a lot of after-match beat-ups on this card. This was one Robert, Ego, Anthony attacked. Gring- Gringo Loco won the match. Shout-out to Alex Olsen, too, for being everyone's like kind of play toy, always. He's yeah. always getting Dude, thrown that, around. Th- yeah, that throw from uh, inside the ring to over the rails. Yes. Like, that was crazy. Yes, like, that was crazy. And that was, like, that right was in front big, of me. That's a big leap. Like, it was over the rope and over the guardrail. Yeah. Yes. Uh, that happened right in front of me, even though I was like three, four rows back. Yeah, yeah, Still, yeah. like I had to shift my chair back for that. Um, Gringo Logo picks up the win, but then I noticed like Robert Ego Anthony does the after match beat up here, mm-hmm. and that now so he completely flips right. That's basically yeah. a heel turn. Um, and, and I just noticed that the, was like that was long a long reigning babyface in in freelance. Right, right. So, the first champion, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah, I believe so. Um, so that was interesting, but. Could set up a really good singles match between the two of them, between Gringo and who's Gringo, who's like someone I feel like he deserves a singles match. Yeah, for sure. Because he's always in these tags, these scrambles, these scrambles because he can't because he can't deliver that that one high spot that you'll remember. Right. So it's almost like his ability Mm -hmm. is like he's being because his ability is so great. He's being used in that way. Mm -hmm. But he probably could do like a really singles storytelling match. And that's hopefully what what Ego Mm -hmm. will give him. Um, Yes. Uh, second match, Kobe Durst 
uh, defeats I Candy, Candy Elliot. Elliot Paul. Mm-hmm. The commentator, so the commentator makes a difference, right? Because you okay. don't normally watch, at least I don't experience freelance with commentators. Um, yeah, so you had a different perspective. That's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they really like put over Kobe Durst. Okay. You know, they're really highlighting, you know, his... Because uh, you see him and you don't think... Like, at least when I remember seeing him for the first time, like, he wasn't like, oh, he's a guy that's going to, you know, be great or whatever. He's just starting out. or That was, like, my perception of him. Yeah. But, like, obviously, he's a, he's a regular. Uh, yeah, it's, is, is, it's more of his personality that grows on you, not so much, like, his yeah. luck that brings you in. And they really told a story of, like, he got beat up for a while and kind of making that co- that baby face come back. I do remember that. So, um, that like, the, the commentators really helped out in that match, I think, to tell, tell a story. Great. That's a great observation. Uh, next is Anthony Henry and Stevie Fierce. Fierce. Pinche Stevie. Is that a chant that happened there? Or? Did you hear the chant that that, that uh, pack from the ECW crew started? Uh-uh. Uh, it was supposedly a chant that Rusev, I guess, started for Lana during the match. Oh, this was match. the uh, Stevie's the best, Stevie number one. Yeah, Stevie yeah. is the best, Stevie yeah, number go. one. Mm-hmm. Clap, clap. Uh, so we obviously I was doing that yeah. as well. Um, <laughs> So Stevie Fierce escaped here. He got the got the victory via roll up, but it was more of an escape. Uh, I think he got his ass beat most of the most, most of, of the, the match. Yeah, most of sure. this match, um, and was selling a leg. Yeah. So Anthony Henry hurt his leg. Do you think leg. this puts Stevie away for a bit? That's what I thought, but I'm pretty sure they're booked at at this very moment. Okay. So I think that's a great observation though, because I think at this very moment Anthony Henry is going to beat Stevie. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. I always want my heart always wants Stevie to win, but I'm thinking with my head here. Right. And then I think Stevie might because Stevie's like getting booked in a lot of places. Good for him. Yeah. Because he's he's an he's made himself a very desirable entity. So I could see potentially it's kind of a a leg my legs hurt kind of write off just for him to Go not, try not leave waters. Yeah, mm-hmm. not leave freelance, but. You know what? I, the the interview I recently listened to again was our interview with our friend Tony Rican, friend of the pod. Who just had his uh, re-retirement match? Yes, yes, <laughs> with Crash Tested Wrestling. Yes, uh, mm-hmm. his his final final, right? Uh-huh. And he was talking about how at he was kind of at AEW, and it was nothing personal. He's just like, I'm just want to go wrestle at other places. Yeah. So like, this is an assumption, right? This might not be the case at all, but I feel like Stevie's just all over the place, and maybe like getting kind of written off here as like a kayfabe injury would kind of give him more flexibility to just take other bookings. That's yeah, an for assumption. Sure. Uh, complete assumption, but we'll see. Um, so there was a fake handshake, and then Anthony Henry with the mirror shot on the Stevie Fierce. Followed uh, by chair shots. Yes. And uh, um, apparently who's his tag team partner came out, right? Who's? Um, oh. Anthony J- Henry's. Uh, James Drake. Uh-huh. Yeah. And At that- least that's what the... The commentator said, "I didn't know they were." So I didn't know. I didn't know anything about James Drake. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they were evolved tag team champions. Henry oh, and okay. Drake, Henry and James Drake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So James Drake came out, but I don't remember well, who's was he just pulling Anthony Henry off of Stevie. Yeah, pretty much telling him not to jump on him because Stevie had the chair. Uh, you know, his leg was caught in the chair. He was gonna do yeah, uh, okay. break your ankle, break your knee type of move right, from right. the top rope. So he stopped him from doing so. Which is also which is always kind of a funny spot, but still like. It for me like that spot is still over for me. Yeah, like if you're laying down and your and your legs like in between the flap of the chair, like where you sit and yeah. the back of it, mm-hmm. and then someone jumps on it. It's always kind of a funny spot because you know like it doesn't really hurt, but like it still looks kind of cool. I'm not can't say it doesn't hurt. I've never had it done to me, but like 
there's worse things you could do with a chair uh-huh. right? to someone. Four star heroes then. Uh, right. This is uh. So that match took us into intermission. Yes, that match took us into um, intermission. And then coming back, it was the Viking War Party versus the Edwards versus the Four Star Heroes, who are the current champs. Right. Uh, another post match beat up here. So Four Star Heroes retained. Right. Um, the Edwards went after them. Right. Yeah. The Edwards went after the Four Star Heroes. The N-words said that the four-star heroes have never beat the N-words. The four-star heroes with the matching trunks, by the way. Yeah, they didn't do uh, their... shorts, the, the little sh- boxing short-looking thing that Castro wears. Oh, yes, yes, uh, yes. Matt matched his attire. Yes, correct. Sorry. I was thinking <laughs> the N-words. The N-words went back to, like, the black and white. Because uh, uh-huh. they were doing the mega powers for a yep. little bit. So the N-words went back to the black and white. The four-star heroes had their matching trunks like they used to do before, like we started going mm-hmm. to these shows. So there was like a post-match beat-up and or challenge, and then I believe a beat-up. Right. Uh, so the N-Words are going to wrestle four-star heroes, at, I believe, at this very moment. And as they were leaving, like, Nick's kind of accepted the challenge. He's like, hey, N-Words, uh-huh. did you hear that? And yeah. then the whole crowd's like, oh. He's like, don't worry, it's their team name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was really funny and really kind of off the cuff and, like, genuine. Um, and then he's like, you want a war, you got it. So. Yeah. Uh, it's. I think it's cool. I mean, there are two staples in the tag team division, and they're probably probably have a lot of chemistry. Probably been training and wrestling together for some time, so it'll be fine. Craig Mitchell versus James Drake. So we mentioned James Drake earlier on, um, bro. Like I couldn't help to think Cole Cabana, James like, Drake. <laughs> yeah, because he came out with that red jacket and the towel on his neck. Okay, that's a so, good comparison. So I was like, if I wasn't listening to the music and I would have glanced, like. Like is that Colt? Like, like that's that's what I got. So so the way Jeremy so the way Jeremy Zaha and myself described him was, he walked out dressed like Ole Anderson. Oh okay. He then took off his jacket and he looked like Black Jaw Mulligan. <laughs> okay. Or, excuse me, not Black Jaw. No, Black Jack Mulligan. Mm-hmm. I don't know who Black Jaw Mulligan is, and because he had those boots on. Yeah. And then he wrestled like Kevin Owens. Okay. So that was it was the thr- transformation of those three people. I could see that. Um, but and also a Sterling Rich, you know Sterling uh, helps out freelance with a bunch of things. Yeah. He he said that he James Drank brings an element to free, to to freelance that freelance doesn't have, which is like a really really stiff individual. Oh, okay. James Drake is like country stiff. Mm-hmm. He's not like Japanese strong style, but he's James, I mean, James Drake, like I said, when you, when you get compared to Kevin Owens wrestling, it's like you're agile and you're huge and you're very stiff. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a combination of all those things. And yeah, you definitely saw that in the match. Yeah. Uh, dude, Craig Mitchell. Okay, Craig Mitchell. Did you see how big of a dick he was being? Ultimate uh, dick. Right. He came out and he like pulled the fan by his beard or something at the beginning. I don't know if you saw he, that. He was... Uh, I think so, yeah. It was, yeah, he was like facing you. The fan was front row there. But yeah, throughout the whole match, like he was just being a dick. Dude, he flipped a switch in his head. It's a whole new mindset. This isn't a whole new Craig, Mitch- Craig Mitchell, but like he's brought it, he's elevated it to another level. Yeah, like he's, he knows, like I'm, I'm running, I'm, I'm making this singles run my bitch. Holy, yeah, holy, right, correct, and holy shit, because he shoved a fan, he threw uh-huh. water <laughs> on fans, they threw water back at him. I thought he was going to get in a legitimate fight with a fan, <laughs> like a shoot uh-huh. fight. The heat was. I felt like I was in, uh, in an oven, uh-huh. in an uncomfortable oven, watching <laughs> watching uh, Craig Mitchell work. But it was, like, fucking fantastic. Fatal 4-Way. Main event. Main event. 
It's Darren Corbin versus Isaiah Velasquez versus Ethan Page versus Space Monkey. Yes. Uh, new dad chance. New dad, yeah. For all you go Ethan Page. Mm-hmm. And then he waved at the camera. Did you see, was that like a good, did you catch that wave on camera? Um, I don't think I catch the wave okay. on camera. Okay. Corbin retained his number one contendership though. Yes. I well believe, deserved. Yes. He caught Isaiah off of, like Isaiah was jumping off the ropes and he caught him in like a diamond uh, cutter. Okay. I, I think the, well, I did write it down. They call it. The um, ginger snap or something? Yeah, the ginger snap. Yeah, right. And then he cuts a promo at the end. Another one. Another great promo. Another vicious promo. Assumes the position. Yes. And then says, fuck y'all, I'm standing up for this one. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, I, and there was no like specific uh, one-liners that stuck out to me, but it was just like the best follow-up you could have done to his first Truth Brown promo. Yeah. And uh, 100%, I want Aaron Corbin to beat Chug D. 100%. He definitely turned the crowd against Sugar D. Yeah, I think. like he like Sugar D's been a favorite of, of freelance, and he's gotten you know huge baby face pops. But with this promo, he definitely has turned the crowd against Sugar D for not showing up. Yeah, the title's missing. The 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 fans printed those yeah for you know, freelance title uh, posters or wait let's go tens. into that. What did okay. it to explain it? Because I was really clever. Uh, the fan whoever did that. It's the picture of the freelance championship, and it says missing. Yes. Uh, right. Yeah, it's like uh, yeah, it's like the one of those headshots you see on like the side of a milk carton. Right. Miss this person's missing or this dog is missing, but it's the freelance world championship. Right. In black and white. And also another thing to point out, uh, what I thought was was pretty clever, um, a few weeks ago or probably about a month ago or so, I started seeing that freelance tweeted a picture of a a replica title. Saying, if you want to order your replica freelance <laughs> titles, you know, email me at this address or whatever. And he had one, Corbin. And Corbin brought one with yes. him. <laughs> and then he, well, talking about one-liners, he says, I made people care more about this title, holding out the replica one, than you have done for the, the actual freelance title. Exactly, exactly. So, you came prepared with the notes today, man. I'm really impressed. It, it helps that it's on Powerbomb, and I get to watch that, and I was able to you know, sit down, enjoy a beer, and take some notes down. You listening, you heard the man. Powerbomb.tv. Yeah. Use the promo code freelance. Go watch freelance's shows. Go watch freelance's home. It came up really quick like after the show happened, too. Yeah. But that is the Snack Size episode. It's leading into March 9th, this very moment. Yeah. We're going to see... Oh, oh, by the way, I'm, um, you said the, com- the crowd completely turned on... Or Corbin turned the crowd in his favor. But then he doesn't want the crowd. He still did... Like, he yeah. does the thing where he's like, <laughs> I don't want your support. Like, I'm doing this because I'm the best and I've been doing this for so long. Right. And if, so. yeah, if, I'm, if I'm sniffling into the microphone, I completely apologize <laughs> because... I'm fighting allergies it's right Chicago, now. It's Chicago, bro. Everybody goes through allergy season, and the, the weather's changing, so you're good. Uh, our friend, my friend Pac, our friend mm-hmm. uh, from the ECW group, was writing on his whiteboard the whole time, and the last <laughs> thing he wrote on his whiteboard was, fuck Shug D. Oh, so really? it was like that was, like to me, uh-huh. like the whole crowd now, because it's no offense. It's no offense against Shug D. It's just like when Corbin shows up two times in a row... And he's just killing these promos. Right, right. You can't help but like the guy. Mm-hmm. I don't know what, like, you know. Like, and he's like, this is the last chance for you to jump on the bandwagon because it's taking off. Right. So And like, there's no more room. Yeah. Like, absolutely. Like, the guy killed it again, you know. Again. Kills it again. So this very moment, we're going to see, I'm sure we're going to see, uh, I believe it's a, I actually think it's a Chicago street fight, Anthony Henry and Stevie Fierce. So we're going to see follow-up to that. We're going to see follow-up to the four-star heroes versus the N-words. Um, hopefully we get to see a little gringo loco singles action. Hopefully. Yeah. They haven't announced anything 
of that nature. I'm sure Craig Mitchell is going to keep dominating. Um, and we're going to see Corbin against Suge D and potentially a new champ, potentially a new champ. Uh, so if you head over to freelancewrestling.com right now and you click the uh, up, what is it? Events tab, is it? Uh, upcoming events. Up- or upcoming events. That sounds familiar. Yes, it does. Um, and then or on the right uh, hand sidebar, there's a poster of the show. Click there. It'll take you to the event page and click buy ticket now. Click buy ticket now and tell them that we sent you. Sure. There's no way to there's no way to to do that. But hey, if you <laughs> want to tweet at him and say, "Hey, right. I bought a ticket because I heard this podcast," sure, that's great. This very moment, Friday, March 9th, Logan Square Auditorium. Doors are at eight. Bell is nine. Um, general admission is only twenty bucks. Yeah. And if you sit in general admission, you're only going to sit like three, four rows away. It's a very, very solid. There's value. not a bad seat in the house. There really isn't. There really isn't. Uh, and we're going to be there. At yes. least I'm pretty sure I'm going to be there. I'll be there too. Yeah. Any other things that you wanted to get off your chest before we, we take this this home? There's a lot of things I want to get off my chest. But no, no, I don't. That was just... What did you think of Chamber really quick? Uh, real quick, Chamber Did... thoughts. Um, I caught the end of the women's match, um, so I didn't watch it all. I need to go back and watch it. If it's worth it, it's worth watching. It's worth it. Okay. It's worth it. Both Chamber matches were really well done, I thought. Yes. I, mm-hmm. I, the, the men's Chamber match, I, I They were really like really enjoyed. smart. They were really, really smart um, booking, I thought. I mean, I'm still, once again, like, I guess a lot of people feel the same way. It's like, why Roman again? Right. But, you know, putting that aside, like, the match was really good. I enjoyed right. it. Um, I, the, the whole um, Ronda thing, like, I'm just letting it breathe. Okay. Um, it is what it is. I'm yeah. not a huge fan of how they're handling it. She but wasn't going to be good on the mic. I don't know what people are expecting. Like, this is her first time holding a microphone in WWE ring. She's not going to be good at it. Like, she could maybe be good eventually. Right. Um, she know, wasn't like, known for her personality, really. She was just known for beating people, chick's ass. Like, yeah. So I think people need to be a little patient. And it sounds like uh, that's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, overall the show was good. I enjoyed it. I actually watched it with Alan. Oh, cool. Yeah. As he, you guys were like, were doing trade talks as you were <laughs> no, we uh, trying started, to scheme against me. Can we make started sure I the stay trade in the talk this morning. No. Okay. But yeah, man, it was it was a good good time. It was an it was a good uh, chamber for me. I, I enjoyed it. And uh, we're on to WrestleMania season, right? Um, some ch- I thought the chamber was like was pretty solid overall. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. I thought the Oscar Nia Jax match was really good because Nia Jax like beat the shit out of Oscar. Like pu- I thought, like pushed her to her limit. I felt in terms of like, oh shit, I think Oscar's gonna lose just because she's getting beat up so well. So I thought that was really great. Um, I I really liked. This is a weird thing. I really liked how. Sonya Deville and Mandy <laughs> Absolution. Uh-huh. I really like how their you know, their attire was color coordinated. Uh-huh. That was like a weird small <laughs> thing. I was like, damn, like that looks cool. The white. Uh, I watched the two main events of the two Honor Rising shows that happened with New Japan. Oh, okay. And no, dude, I am so locked in on the Bullet Club is Fine storyline right now. Mm-hmm. It is so damn good, dude. It's like better than the uh, like the kick the where they did the storyline where they kicked out Adam Cole of the Bullet Club. Yeah. Like, this is a better storyline right now. I am so, like, hooked on the Team Omega versus Team Cody. So, yeah, I'm, like, so entranced by it. And, like, there's all... Every person in the Bull Club, like, has different dynamics. And, like, the Tongan side is, like, kind of splitting. Because uh-huh. remember we were talking about how we feel like the Bull... Before even the storyline started, I was like, dude, the Bull Club is so divided. There's the... There's a crew that does the Beanie Elite, yeah, and yeah. then there's everyone else. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't even feel like they're the same faction, because you never see them together. Um, so like the Tongans kind of like feel, it seems like they kind of felt that way too. Like, um, so they're like kind of on 
their own split entity and not really getting involved. And then it's like Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi, who t- like the chemistry together is just off the charts. And then like Cody Rhodes is being such a villain right now, and he's like phenomenal at it. The Young Bucks have moved up to like the heavyweight tag team now, so like now the Young Bucks are going to be wrestling all these fucking great heavyweight tag teams in New mm-hmm. Japan. Like it's Things so are happening good. over there. And then like the the story once again they're doing it cross platform, so you got to go to being the elite, and then you got to watch the shows, and like the story is intertwining, yeah. and then. <laughs> This is, it was, the part that made me, like, really, like, Cody's just being such a good villain. That's why, like, I'm really on Team Cody right now. But he called, he called Ibushi Kenny Omega's rat. Uh Uh-huh. And that's, like, referring to ring rat. And I thought, if you know, like, what that is or, or the lingo behind that, and then, like, and then, obviously, I don't care, but there's, like, there's rumors or speculation about, like, what Kenny like who is Kenny Omega bisexual or is he not I don't care if he is or isn't like if he is cool that's fine Mm -hmm. but I just thought that was like really funny because they're like kind of playing on that rumor like do Kota Bushi and Kenny Omega like have more than a thing here or like you know are they just friends so uh it's just so like that to me those two main events on Honor Rising kill like blew the Illumination Chamber out of the water in my I don't know why like I'm just so more intrigued by that storyline Okay, I definitely have to go back and check it out. I've been saying that for a few weeks, and I still haven't logged in. I'm going to keep pushing my New Japan on you. <laughs> yes, please do. I, um, I need that. I'm going to keep pushing it. Uh, Lucha Underground started taping, right? They did. You see that? They did. Um, I was trying to make it out there. couldn't. Um, I know. I saw uh, Laura Vaness. Uh, she was with, yeah, like with, um, Joey Ryan. Joey Ryan. So yeah. um, we'll see if, you know, what that looks like in the underground yeah, I don't At even know temple. if she's. I don't know if she's in, even in it because you, she's. You think she just you know, was there? Did you see her caption? She's like, "Let's start rumors" or someone's like, "Let's uh-huh. start rumors." I don't. Uh, I don't okay. know. Why would she be there though if she's not? Maybe she did a dark match. Yeah. Remember you said you said Jessica Hap- Havoc was the first time I saw her there. Did a dark match, mm-hmm. right? So maybe Chelsea just did a dark one. That would be like, yeah. How would how would her character exist in Lucha World? Like, that's really in- intriguing to think about. Right. I mean. Yeah. Anything can happen at the temple, bro. Bro, that's true. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm definitely excited to see, you know, because I don't know any dates when they're, you know, they're actually coming back. Like, right now they're just taping. Yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll be keep you guys updated with that stuff. Um, and I finally got my um, Cien Almas mask. It's in, it's in the way. Hey, uh, what was his the, name? In, uh, uh, La Sombra mask. La Sombra? Yeah. Okay. I was super excited that I... Uh, I was the one he came out with at TakeOver, kind uh, of? No, well, no, the original one, the one that he would normally wear. Oh, okay. That, that one was custom with the Mexican flag colors. So you're going to tweet out a picture of that, or you're uh, just going to keep it for yourself <laughs> like you always do? Like I always do? Yeah. No, now we have Instagram. We got to uh, push some pictures. We're on there. Instagram now. Yeah. Uh, uh, audiograms coming soon. Coming soon. Like tonight and tomorrow. Yeah. Audiograms. Today's the February 27th. Okay. All we've right. talked enough. Take it. Take us home. You can find us on Twitter at Two Heels in a Face. That's number two, Heels in the Face. Yep. You can find us on Instagram, also Two Heels in a Face. Or you can go to our website, twoheelsinaface.com. Yep. Check out upcoming shows, upcoming Chicago shows. Yep. Um, I am very intrigued about Black Label Pro on March 10th. Yep. Um, I don't know if you are, but yep. I'm willing to make the drive. Yep. Um, Potentially, if I'm so, free. Yeah. Most likely. Let's do it. And, okay. Uh, where else can people find us? We're on Stitcher now. Stitcher, that's right. iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Hashtag PushPaco. Hashtag BeatUpGPA. That was the Snack Size episode. That was it. Bye.